0: Balance Do I'm your host, the Minister of Balance. Thank you for joining us. Couldn't do this without you, so I pray you continue to support our endeavors as we take this journey together through these troubled times. Furthermore, don't forget to visit us at balancedo.org and register for our free membership for immediate access to all our new and old content on our website, which includes inspirational content, podcasts, music, and videos. So today we will explore the recent events surrounding the Capitol Hill organized protests, better known as CHOP. And I would also like to note that these are not the views of Balance Do. So with that being said, some could say this whole movement is almost as if it's a media soap opera. You know, the regular news updates, the name changes, the affiliations, the circumstances and negotiations for equality and For starters, the formation of movement metastasized as a result of the George Floyd killing on a live stream. So the fact that this movement had so many different layers of confusion, it could be termed as the epicenter of understanding, you know, from a positive perspective. So what we did was we went out and discussed the situation with some locals, some Participants of the movement and people from the neighborhood familiar with uh, the CHOP and the uh, Civil Rights Movement of the 60s also. So to try and, and get the point of view and the overall temperament of this movement. Um, got a chance to uh, see what the relevance of the movement was and and uh, also got some predictions on... Uh, how this this all will evolve and culminate. And uh, we will refer to these people as the Grapevine. They're kind of my information source. Um, So let's, let's start with the origins of this movement that started three weeks ago, formerly known as CHAZ, Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone. Then it changed to CHOP, Capitol Hill Organized Protests. Why... I don't know. I can only assume I got a lot of varied stories on this. So um, we'll just we'll just leave that open to interpretation for now. And uh, we here, we we respect anybody that fights for social justice, because I mean, if it was an easy thing to do, we would have figured out how to navigate through these murky waters hundreds of years ago. So, you know. Most human beings were very disgusted at the public killing of George Floyd by these uh, Minneapolis police officers. And it was as if there were no, it was no regard for black human life done in a very vile and blatant and disrespectful way. Uh, It was as if it was saying to the American people that the minority race didn't matter. Like the, the black lives don't matter. You know, the question is now what? Back to business as usual or a lot of media rhetoric. Only time will tell. Now, what makes this Seattle protests rather unique is they actually took over and occupied an area which included the uh, East Side police precinct out in Capitol Hill. And this, I quote, was at a time, you know, a very precarious time. People weren't working as a result of the coronavirus. And most people were at home to witness the blatant killing by the Minneapolis police officers on live stream against George Floyd. And I can only assume, you know, the governor respecting the protest um, allowed it and kind of understood the pressures and stress people were under these days and being very conscious of a shrinking budget as a result of this uh, pandemic. And I made the calculated decision to let these things play out, let people blow off some steam, you know, have a summer love fest with some free food, entertainment, information, some heartfelt speeches, you know, almost like Woodstock. Unfortunately, ended up looking like the end of a Grateful Dead concert, you know. Um, Tents where people were living in, you know. Nobody told them that they had to leave after the protest. You know, graffiti everywhere. um, Syringes from drugs all over the place. Honey buckets. uh, People to use the restroom. And, you know, when things started getting a little uh, murky, you know, um... The movement uh, decided they would change it to CHOP, Capitol Hill organized protests, and that that might uh, uh, fit, be a better fit for the branding of this movement. So then after the name change was put into effect and, you know, all this happened three weeks after the uh, murder of uh, George Floyd. Very important movement. And like I said, I, I take my hat off to uh, all the people, not the not the looters and the people that were trashing the city, and the people that looked at this as an opportunity to uh, to uh, perpetuate some 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 rather uh, unscrupulous activities or whatnot. So here we are. They changed the name of the child. Things it was a summer love fest, like Woodstock at the beginning. Then things. Made a tragic turn. Um, Then the ghetto element started to show its ugly self, which is which it always does in impoverished areas. Um, Not to say that Capitol Hill is is a poverty stricken area, but uh, it started to look like one, and uh, the area wasn't manage well even though too I like to state there's you know unfortunately there's shootings and stuff that goes on uh, all over all across America and that's that's no way to uh, to downplay the seriousness of what happened uh, but these type of issues happen all over America And what was unique about this epicenter of understanding is, you know, I watched some of the, the news and then some of the people on the ground that I was talking to also expressed it. You know, they said they, they had a very uneasy feeling with all this going on. They didn't feel safe in the neighborhood, you know. And, uh, you know, they heard gunfire and and uh, they were scared. You know, every time they, they left the house, they were on edge or whatnot. And in some instances, they didn't, didn't even leave the house. And I was thinking to myself, you know, and some other people stated this. Well, they got to actually feel like a lot of black people all across America. You know, a lot of poor minorities feel like feel like that all the time growing up in drug and gang infested areas. They also know that if if, something jump off, police ain't going to get there right away. They already know that. So there's some similar machinations there with uh, people that live in that neighborhood. You know, so so in this epicenter of understanding I decided to interview some Capitol Hill res- residents and some businessmen also uh, from the 60s civil rights era and see what their thoughts were on the differences between the, the movement uh, of the 60s versus uh, Black Lives Matter and, and what's going on now. We'll, we'll touch on that a little bit later. Um, some people I talked to also, they didn't like the some of the suggestions of You know, during the uh, organization of uh, turning it into more of an idea, people were just expressing what they felt. And some people, they felt that that kind of sounded like something Barack Obama would say or something. Some of that docile uh, black language, you know. And, you know, they stated that, hey, the Declaration of Independence was an idea. How did that work? Uh, Reconstruction, you know, after slavery was an idea. That didn't work out so well for us either. And um, having a black president either, they some feel that that was more symbolic than anything else. You know, I don't necessarily agree with that. I think uh, I think President Barack was, uh, you know, um, he worked for everybody, which is what the purpose of the president is. is not to work for a certain race of people, even though uh, the black race need a little bit more attention. To kind of uh, even the scales here, and uh, the health care was his biggest achievement from, from what they say, and then also what he did for the uh, uh LGBT community. So, uh, I think if he wouldn't have put his name on the, the Affordable Care Act, if it was just the F- Affordable Care Act and didn't have that, that coined term of Obamacare, maybe uh, the country would have been a little more accepting of it, which is a shame. There's a lot of symbolism going on right now and um, a lot of protesters as well as myself is not happy with those Confederate statues, all of them should go down. You know, people should be uh, held to, to a legacy that's uh, indicative of what they represented during their lifetime on planet Earth. So I have with me now, Seattle on Capitol Hill resident, who was a young man in his prime during the '60s, the Civil Rights era, and we will discuss the current state of these movements and some of the black leaders of the past. What's going on
1: in uh, Capitol Hill is uh, is the inconvenience worth sacrificing for the the movement that's going on? There? And you know, and do you Understand what the mission of the movement is. Well, as I was as I was uh, sharing earlier today with uh,
2: a couple of residents uh, of my senior citizens uh, building, mm-hmm. uh, it's not an inconvenience. What it is, it's a movement that's been going on for over fifty-five years of my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm since my return from the military back into the States. Um, And and what year did you return from from the military? I returned in 1965. Okay. On June 25th, 1965, and it's still marching in June 25th of 2020. Mm Mm-hmm. So that that alone tells you how long the movement has been going on. But what I what I've acknowledged and became well aware of is that what happens with with the movement. See, there, there's not just one movement. See, everyone's thinking that this is the Black uh, uh, Lives Matter lives movement. This is the People's movement. There's an abundance of people on this move this time. And, and, uh, and what, what happens with, with all the, the movements that are going on, it's, it's a lot of confusion that's going on because we have leadership at the top. I'm talking about from the, the president right on, right on down the line. Leadership from the top itself, it's too busy trying to tap into which movement they should deal with, and the bottom line is there's so many movements uh, that are that are happening right now, and what we should call it is the people's movement.
1: Because well, I think what I think what's going on right now, I think it's a double edged sword right now because the, uh, number two, two things. Num- number one. The message can sometimes get a little diluted and confusing for people that don't quite understand, you know, uh, what what it all represents, you know, because you have what's going on over there in uh, uh, Capitol Hill right now. First, it was uh, CHAZ, now it's CHOP. And the CHOP is the Capitol Hill organized protest and the CHAZ is the Capitol Hill Autonomous zone. so it, it can get a little, little muddled, the message a little bit. But that, that's number two, I, that's, that's number what I'm saying. Two. But number two, what's advantageous to that is they can't take pin it on one person and take that one person out of the game like they did in the '60s with uh, uh, Martin Luther King was the was the face of the movement.
2: Well, what they did is they used the Black Lives Movement to to fire up the rest of the movement. Right. That's what they did. It's, It's like they they took the the Malcolm and the Martin movement and combined it right in to this this uh black lives th- this 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 black lives matter situation then black lives matter jumped over to the chop and and all of those see that's what I'm saying the confusion they got too many things going on right now. Yes, yes. And, and and there's too much happening and after a while it's gonna become sickening to everyone until they sit down, iron out what do they want to do because you know what what, what you know it's like they talked about the uh, policemen and uh, the the the, the defunding and all this other stuff right. everyone knows that we need police right the common sense tells us we need protection we need we need people to protect and serve which is true we do not need uh uh slammers and and, and bammers because it's, it's a funny situation, what I've always noticed, even with the, uh, the, the police situation. There's always some common uh, 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 communications going on when the uh, first initial stop for a person. Then it's that, that cop that, that shows up <laughs> out of the clear blue sky, and he comes in like Superman. And he's the one that does the attacking because he sees that the communication seems not to be going right. I don't know if they've got a a call sign or something that says to them, we have somebody here that uh, is is threatening and and they've got some kind of numbers they put on it. Because I've always noticed that the initial stop for, for police Sometimes the initial stop is calm. It's that one cop that jumps out of the car <laughs> that runs over and that wants to act like uh, uh slam and bam cop mm-hmm. before situations uh, even uh, develop, before they even get the communications things on. So it's a lot of training. It's not defunding the police, it's training the police. And as far as black people and police, every time a siren goes off for the average black person, their, their blood pressure goes up because we don't know if they're coming for us or going past us. We don't know that. I mean, even, even if we haven't did anything, I'm 74 years old, and when I hear a siren coming up behind me, my blood pressure still goes up. Mm-hmm. 74 years later, it still goes up knowing that I haven't did anything. Uh, even in the 60s, well, what happened in the 60s is what they did in the 60s in order to calm uh, the movement down, they stuck drugs under under our belts.
1: Right.
2: They, they influenced us with, with drugs and, and, uh, and once they influenced us with drugs and got our families all broken up, that, that really destroyed the movement because uh, the fathers were going to prison and the uh, and the mothers were getting turned out with, with two or three babies and three or four babies by different fathers and the whole bit. So what happened there with that movement, they found a way to stop us. This time, the Black Lives Movement Whoever heard of the of a of, of protesters being a thug? We have the right to protest, but because they put Black Lives Matter on that, the the president put thugs, thugs, yeah, and and so when they say thugs, the first people they think about as thugs are black folks. That's why I'm saying it's so confusing in this march now, because in the march itself as a whole, there's all races of people. But those races of people are saying Black Lives Movement, Black Lives Matter. And so what they're doing, anything that happens, they're blaming the blacks for it. If something burns or somebody breaks into something, blacks did But I saw enough of all nationalities going in the stores in the in the breaking of the windows and the setting of the fires. I saw yeah, all nationalities. I've seen on TV
1: too. And <laughs> and the
2: bottom the bottom line is uh, let's let's follow this thoroughly through that, that's why I'm saying the president is calling the black lives matter people thugs they are protesters but see the protesters and, and the thugs are getting mixed in together and so so and, and so what happened back in the in the 60s, is we had what you call uh, they had a, a a a civil group that put armbands on. Mm. They weren't police, but they were allowed to be out and to to uh, to protect the the movement people. And they were black. Yeah. They were black. Hands. Right. They were black and they were able to to make sure that they kept an eye on looting, uh, breaking in, stuff of this nature. You know, back in the 60s, too, the
1: uh, businesses, black businesses were more prosperous uh, back in those days because uh, what you had was... Um, communities. communities, communities, we had our own community. The morning, supporting each other. Supporting, that's right. And, you know, that, that's the crux of having a successful business, is the community supporting the area in which they all dwell, you know, which is...
2: And not uh, only that, the police came from the same community.
1: Right, right. And the police,
2: they lived, they lived down the street. They, they were neighbors. Yeah. So the police knew knew the neighborhood. And so, what happened is uh, they developed, they they had uh, community centers. They had local community centers, east side, west side, and and things like that. And who was in charge of the community centers? The police department. So, they got a chance to know who was who. You know, And, and, and so that's how we came up. But when them drugs came along, that that tore everybody apart. The community centers, uh, the police uh, involvement with the community, the fathers going to prison—all all of those things. Uh, Martin getting killed, Malcolm getting killed. Uh, the movement movement continued, but uh, as you notice, even like now, we don't have a strong. Uh, a Muslim uh, 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 group out here, because even in Chicago, the, 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 as strong as uh, uh, Faircon might be, you notice he still hasn't stopped uh, 35 shootings over this past weekend. No, oh, right. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the shootings, uh, that's that poverty, that's, that's that's uh, that's that dog eat dog kind of uh, situation. So, what do you think about the the uh, Al Sharpton's
1: movement? Do you think that's bearing uh, it, fruit for the black it, community? It,
2: it's bad. It's, bear, it, it's fruit for Al Sharpton. Uh, you know, I I'd like very much to talk to Al Sharpton. Al Sharpton is is a superstar. He 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 replaced Jesse Jackson. That's all it's been doing. He replaced Jesse Jackson. Malcolm's Malcolm uh, was was you have to fight fire with fire. Right. The Black Panthers was you had to fight fire with fire. Right. But what they what they did is they killed Malcolm and Martin and they turned the, the, the Panthers on to drugs. Mm-hmm. and they got them hooked up on the drug. So what they did is they invaded every aspect. Now, Martin had John Lewis and uh, 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 Jesse and a few others following, and so they went ahead and they continued with their their programs until, until their programs ran the luck. Yeah. And, and then... Then you had uh, Malcolm, uh, with the uh, the Muslims, uh, Farrakhan, and they, they continued. The, no one messes with Farrakhan's group, because a lot of people don't realize Farrakhan got bodyguards. Ain't nobody messing with, how come ain't nobody messing with Farrakhan? Because Farrakhan is ready. And he's he, he, he looked them in the eye and told him. You you come at me, I'm gonna come back at you. What's thing now with the with the uh, Panthers? The Panthers were just dissolved. They took every program that the Panthers had and they turned it into a community program uh, run by the city and state and government. Right. So everything that we developed, uh, they found a way to. Uh, to, uh, subvert either,
0: it, subvert it, Yeah, to,
2: yeah to, to, to calm it down in the whole bit, and that's what they want to do but, right But now.
0: do you think they're using money? They use money in the past to to quell the uprisings and the the, uh, and the they leaders. Use, they,
2: use, they use money. They use they use every means necessary. By every means well, that,
0: that's where I go with, with compromising morals might have played a large part in being able to disseminate the movements also.
2: Busy raising money for their organization.
0: Yeah. Well, money there we go. Money's uh, to I mean, That's it. what they they've been busy
2: raising money for their organization. Look where look where look where it took Al Sharpton went from being the the, the one out front uh, to now a television show, he had he had the, they took him to a television show where he had to learn to talk sensibly, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, to the host the people. So, no, they put him on a day, they, they put him on a weekend, so they hope and gain a whole bunch of people listening. Farrakhan, they cut him off. They don't even want him on on Facebook or no other place. Right, right. See. Uh, so, see, and the black Panthers are all the
0: way out. But some, but some could say that. Uh, well, as of recently, uh, the tech guys have uh, have shown some uh, some discontent with uh, some of the postings that Trump has done. But he's been getting away well, with that, it for quite some time as far as
2: posting just, uh, divisive. Just, hey, look here! Just yesterday, just yesterday, this is uh, June 29th. Over the weekend prior to the 29th, Trump had his people in Florida riding around with signs on saying white power.
0: Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. He even forwarded a video to me. And he's the one who tweeted a video, yeah.
2: And then they took it down after the fact don't you know once something goes up on the in club. that technical
0: arena it yeah. stays on he's got a million and some odd uh, followers yeah well over a million well two questions I want to know number one do you think all this is being illuminated just because of the coronavirus what role that plays in it? and number two how do you think it's gonna this movement is gonna evolve
2: okay uh I think that what happened because of uh Us being inside uh, uh, from the uh, pandemic, Uh, it gave people a chance. A whole lot of uh, people had a chance to see, uh, visual, visually see them kill a black man. Right. Secondly, on the 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 uh, the movement itself, because there was so much. Build up uh, uh, Animosity. That inside, that once they talk, call the march. I have never seen a march like this worldwide. Right. They didn't march like this in the '60s. Wow. Worldwide. Right. This march went all over the world.
0: So that video now, had a, that a lot to do with that, of course. Seeing that it, the pandemic.
2: It? the pandemic had a lot to do with
0: it also could that but, be the pandemic because the people aren't working as much and they're at home that could that could have played a role they, were, too,
2: they you know. were able to visualize and see it and, and have time
0: to, to respond yeah. yeah and,
2: and then cause that's when the, the emotions build up Right. Remember, part of the white history. Yeah. Because they never educated blacks on black history.
0: They still want that symbolic fear. Some could say that but that's the were, case, yeah, right?
2: But the, but the thing about it is they never educated us. They never educated the American people on black history. Right. We are not in the history books. We have to go separately somewhere else to get our history. And that's what has always disturbed me, because I, I found my history, um, and, and in the 60s, uh, I found my history, I, I found out the, the black history, I found out we have them called top of, topographical, uh, research centers. That's what. The, that's another thing the Panthers did also.
0: Well, they got the internet now, and some of these kids are are a little more educated than, than maybe some. Well, yeah,
2: they're, they're educated, but the thing about it is still they're still not in the educational. So the kids should start from from kindergarten. Right. Learning about Black history. Not learning about Black history when they're teenagers or, or grown.
0: So we, we should
2: know. We should know it coming up. Right, right.
0: And knowing the history that we have developed, we have been a part of this buildup. All they have talked about us. Is- How do you think it's gonna evolve? I mean, do you? What do you think is gonna be the outcome of this? Is it gonna be the same outcome as the civil rights era, uh, or is it really gonna be some substantial change in the future? What's your prediction?
2: I can't predict. I I hope that before I die, I would like to see a new era, a new change. I would like to see this this develop into to a change. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I had to do, my personally myself. Because I had to change myself. And I had to work on me to the best of my ability. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a lot of men have to wake up and think about what are their what are their weaknesses, admit their weaknesses and work on their weaknesses. We need therapy. We, every Everybody needs therapy, needs someone to talk to. Um, we're in an era right now where uh, the, the white man is afraid he's losing his power base, But he's still in charge. Now, until these influential people, and you know what influential people are? The people that are multi-millionaires, I'm talking about the black multi-millionaires, until they start sharing some of their wealth. Young entrepreneurs coming up behind them. Things are not going to change for the black community. Because, see, we've got to spend our money with our people. Look how many professional athletes, multi-millionaire athletes, I mean, I've been working on the the, the millionaire athletes for for years. These kids have made enough money to be able to have developed several banks in four corners of the United States. Because they've got that kind of money. And money makes money. But they have chose not to do it because what
0: they've done is they went over to LA and uh, to uh to New York and both mansions and uh and, uh twenty five cars and, and Given, giving you, the money right back to the to the people Giving that,
2: it back yeah. to, to, to the man having the only I got the only it's only two cars like this in the world and 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 my thing.
0: Well, until there's some true black economic empowerment, then there's really not going to be any change because uh, it all boils down to the battle for power and resources and money. And until you have the money, you don't have the power. So, And that concludes today's show. Don't forget to visit us at balance2.org and sign up for our free membership for access to all our content, old and new. And we would like to end this off by giving praise for those of you out there protesting, fighting for what you believe in. We will say a special prayer for you. And we would like to refer you to the scripture, Matthew 510. Blessed are those that sacrifice for righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And furthermore, may God bless all of those precious souls whom have made the ultimate sacrifice for social justice. And those whom have been injured during the protests, we pray that you have a fast and healthy recovery. God loves a true heart with genuine motives. And for those whose body and spirit still dwell on planet Earth, I pray that God is going to make your purpose more transparent. Stay blessed. And remember, we don't bend, we don't break. We keep it together for heaven's sake. Let's continue this journey together, folks. Peace.